It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at clipit.tv. This is BGN Radio. Too. I, I, you know what? It, it, it's it's been a crazy journey to get here. I know that the promo that we've been handing out is saying we've been we're going to make podcast history tomorrow night. It, it has come to my attention <laughs> that we indeed may be making podcast history right now, as we are live, live, live from Delilah's Gentlemen's Club right here in the heart of Philadelphia. And uh, I, I am just uh, I am blown away. By, uh, by how much fun we're all having. You know, I understand that because I get this weird thing in my head that uh, we, we just, you know, I, you, you want to include everybody in here and you sometimes you feel a little awkward and you're just like, I don't know if everybody's going to dig the strip club, but uh, this is how awesome that our, our community is, is because 40% of the folks that are here right this moment are indeed female. So thank you for that. And also, uh, as everybody's getting in here, and we'll do introduce everybody in a second, I, we have the best view in the room because there is a lot of talented folks that are standing right in front of us dancing. And let me just say, yes. I, 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 as, as the stay tuned for the Easter egg as it comes in because there might be some <laughs> things there. But the, for my eyes to see beautiful naked women, as we're going to talk about the Eagles here, is just... It's a phenomenal sight. James Seltzer, Brandon Lee Gowton, Terod Davenport all here. And, of course, there's a lot of folks that have flown from Seattle, come oh, in wow. from Cincinnati. It is, we're having a fantastic time here at Delilah's. James, what's going on, buddy? How are yeah, you? Yeah, I think no maybe about it. I'm going to say this is podcast history. I am <laughs> pretty damn sure certainly the first uh, uh, sports podcast uh, to take place in a Probably the first <laughs> podcast in the history of We, You know what? Screw it. Fuck it. Let's go with it. The first podcast in the history of strip clubs. Yes, How about that? There we that? go. There we go. How about you know, that? 
It's a BLG how you feeling tonight, buddy. The first and only podcast ever that there is. And also, <laughs> where is my food? <laughs> yes. We, we are true. Having, the problem that we're going to have later on through the night is trying to feed BLG's stomach. But I think we'll be okay. Uh, the gentleman that is uh, to the left of me, uh, new to the crew but not new to you, Mr. Teron Davenport. What's going on, buddy? Listen, I do not think it could get better than this. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You know, you, you have plenty of things to – or not things. You have plenty of ladies to look yes. at. Yes. We have uh, – just the environment, man. And then just to be able to talk shop too. Absolutely. Listen, it's – it's it's history, podcast history. It We're doing is. it tonight, tomorrow night. We'll make podcast history in a different way. That's right. But man, it, it gets nothing. It, it doesn't get better than this. That's I, for sure. I just feel bad for everyone listening to this and yeah. not looking at what we're looking at. Yeah. Because that is I mean, really the win here. And we can't take pictures of any of because it would be illegal. You're but. literally, no, we, there, someone tried to take a picture of BLG and they were like, <laughs> put, no, your, no, 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 put no. your camera away, we will kick you out. <laughs> so it, uh, just to, if I can describe this, there are, I mean, it looks like, I feel like if it was Wall Street but updated, you know, from the 1980s, like it's that type of vibe. There are two just there's booze from you know left to right here and they have propped us up on i'm assuming what is their vip spot oh yeah oh, it's it like totally a is. dais yeah. almost and we are overlooking the entire thing the bar is beautifully built because there's enough distance between the dancers and the folks that are in here and the same thing it That's is a, a point, fantastic Johnny. time that down. was a very astute strip and, club and, point and right I, there I, and and as we have teased before I, I have worked one very, very, very <laughs> long, long, long time ago, and I got to say, it was nothing like I'm staring at right now. Coming so. to the siege now, candy <laughs> to the siege, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so I, I understand that. Listen, I know you're not here for the podcast to us to talk about all this stuff, but we're having a great time. Where hopefully you can tune in tomorrow when it's just going to be nonstop draft stuff. We have confirmed for you, Zach Ertz. And Donovan McNabb will be with us tomorrow. Did you say Donovan McNabb like uh, the Donovan McNabb? The Donovan Number McNabb. five. <laughs> Number five will always love us. And I'm sure James is still going to ask him if he did indeed throw up in that Super Bowl. What do you Lock think, Donovan? The century that I'm asking that question. <laughs> what do you think, it's Donovan McNabb? It's going to be so McNabb. awkward. I can't wait. Being on our podcast means for our podcast careers. Uh, nothing because the the folks over at uh, uh, the Pardon Our Take or uh, the the uh, the barstool fellas had him in their van. <laughs> wow! <laughs> this afternoon, so it doesn't not much. But I'm excited to talk about Donovan with Donovan. I think it'll be be pretty fun there, Toronto. They didn't have him on draft day. <laughs> hey, right. hey, look, yeah. I am Suck always going to find the angle. Yeah, good point. <laughs> that's a very good point. And uh, there's been a lot of stuff that's been happening in the last 48 hours, as you would expect, as we are getting very close to draft night, which is going to be live tomorrow and. It's kind of crazy, fellas. I mean, I know, I know that the the adage and the the sayings here, James, are just, you know, we, we have really no idea of what is going to happen here. But it's amazing to me how many beats, especially Jimmy Kemsky, after putting putting his life on the line <laughs> and saying you can strip me naked and put me up on Broad Street and do all these different things, they are not taking Dalvin Cook at fourteen, and then suddenly. He changes his tune. Les changes his tune. Yeah. I've got Tim McManus telling me that John Ross is going to be the pick at 14. I'm going crazy. What What do you make of this, James? John, I don't know what to make. I, I, honestly, legitimately, in my lifetime, I don't remember an Eagles draft 
where I was so unsure of what they were going to do, considering the amount of things we have heard over and over again about a million different. I, I think they might take 15 players at the 14th pick <laughs> if that is possible. Yeah, I think that's doable. Uh, it, 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 like, so it's been nuts. Uh, and you know what I think? Shout out to Howie and Joe Douglas for making it that way, for, for yeah. figuring out a way to make so much misinformation, so much smoke, all this stuff, that, that all of us, nobody has any idea what they're doing. So, you know, for the Eagles, I think that's a good thing. Uh, ultimately, I hope they don't just take Charles Harris. Yeah. And feel pretty happy <laughs> well, I think, I think that's what that it, – it's gone away. It's come and gone, it feels like, with the Charles Harris – uh, Chad no, it hasn't. It's always been here. <laughs> <laughs> Number 14 will always be Charles Harris. His BLG is still on that train. But, uh, you know, Teron, as you've been not one of the guys that has, has stood there and, and overcorrected on Delvin Cook, which a lot of us have. I know I probably have in, in some regards there. I still think there's some red flags that, look, if, if you're going to take him at 14, I'm going to say, okay, that's a little bit of an overvalue for what I think is going on. But really, am I in a, am I going to argue about 15 or 20 or 25 spots if he's here for eight years? Absolutely not. Uh, you're you're still excited at the prospect of Dalvin Cook being here at 14. I, I've been excited all along about Dalvin Cook. Obviously, you know OJ Howard is the guy I've talked up. Yes. But when you just look at the the single way to best improve this offense, you get a guy like Dalvin Cook. He is the ultimate match. For this offense, you're not going to see eight in the box, so you're going to see, you know, a lot of six-man fronts. Not fronts, but, you you know, you'll see four defensive linemen, uh -huh. two to three linebackers. And the thing with Dalvin Cook, when he gets to that second level, he has that ability to just outrun everybody. Not seeing eight in the box, now you got a chance for him to easily get to that second level. This offensive line is, is when they're all together, running to that right side. I mean, they are right-handed with Lane Johnson, the top three left tackles and I listen man I will go on record and, and say this Brandon Brooks is the best right guard in the game how about Whoa. that how about that yeah and, and, that hey you know, I, I'm just I'm just speaking from from what I see so when you look at that right side Dalvin Cook they can Road run graders. to that that right side and do what they have to do man and that's what's exciting and and honestly you know, I, I think at the end of the day, because we've had so much draft fatigue about this thing, mm. I'm sure that if it was Fournette, if it was McCaffrey, if it was all that stuff, we're still going to be excited as Eagles fans to have a running game, to have Carson Wentz, you know, take some of that pressure off here, BLG. I mean, that's what we were talking about earlier this afternoon. It's like, yeah, is, is Dalvin Cook going to be great? Not necessarily, but it's not going to be one of those polarizing things where this is going to work and it's not going to work you know, the second day or even the next few months after the draft. I would totally get why people would be concerned about taking Dalvin Cook at 14. I think there's a, a number of legitimate red flags with some of the off-the-field stuff and uh, the, 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 the injury history and the bad combine testing, all that stuff. I'm not saying he would be the best pick for the Eagles at number 14, but he would be very fun, right? Like, It'd be so much fun. Like, it would be fun. Like, let's not overanalyze it. Like, yeah, yeah. wouldn't that be, be enjoyable be just to see like the Eagles have like a good running back yes. after it's been like forever? And like, like what are we gonna do? Like this, I, I don't want to get into this rant, but I'm already gonna get into it. That like, <laughs> what if they just don't draft a running back until like the sixth round? Like, what does that do it doesn't for? Do anything. What does that do for anyone? They're just gonna have like a committee again next year, and it's gonna be pointless. And Carson Wentz is going to have to throw the ball way too many times. They're not going to be able to run the ball. It'll be any the same kind of shit that we were complaining about. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, why do we – so so in that vein, 
like how am I going to hate getting a starting running back? Yeah, and, and uh, I think you even said during our, our conversation, BLG even brought up the fact there's just like, you know, you look back and you go, okay, Brian Westbrook, third round pick, right? Eagles fans would have traded a fucking first round. Like you would in a Absolutely. He was worth a first round pick, no question. LaShawn McCoy, second round pick. The best probably, uh, I think, unless I'm forgetting somebody. No question. The best running back in that class and, yeah. and moving forward. We would all trade a first. So when we get to oh, that no, point. Sean Green was pretty good, John. Uh, I'm kidding. From? I'm kidding. Obvious. <laughs> Iowa vets. Well, why do you think I brought it up? Why else would I say that name? I love it. I love it. But that's, that's the, the whole part of this. We get into that discussion. And this is what I'm telling you, folks. Right now, you better fucking listen all three running backs that we've been talking about this entire season that are one, two, three, and we're having the debates, they're all going in the first round. Oh, yeah. Want to know why? Because running backs are back, baby. Well, here's the thing. They might all go in the first half of the first round. <laughs> yes. Like, seriously, like, crazy. like Fournette and McCaffrey are going in the first half of the first round, no matter what the question is, if Cook gets up there. First, real quick, I don't know how anyone can focus with what's happening. I, I, it's it's unbelievable. It unbelievably it's hard. Really hard. But it's really like hard. It's like the hardest thing I've tried to do is focus while this is happening. In front. I mean, man. We're going to uh, need some spider yes. charts on these. Thank uh, you, Brian Coulter. That, that voice you hear is, is, is the one in the, uh, is, again, the NPR tone. I, a, I would a, say a the, ba the, the backbone of BGN Radio, at least remotes, for yeah. sure. We, at like, least the spleen. So I want to, this is what I want to do with Brian. I like that you went spleen. That was strong work. Brian needs to be in charge of the road crew. Are you I right agree. At this yes. Point, like, we need to start the BGN road crew and just, you know, we need to uh, write in like fucking Titans, man. Don't, like, don't this give me that kind of response. Not the Tennessee Titans. I mean, it's not the Tennessee Titans. But uh, DeMarco Mary. Not that you, I'm, I'm, I'm beholding that responsibility. Just you would be the figurehead of it. We will. Oh, we just will. like our government. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Hey, hey, we're getting into this as as there is gyrating. There are things uh, going on here. We're in a strip club. We're trying to keep this as PC as possible, Brian. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, let's, <laughs> let's knock it off. But I'm no, sorry. I need that. to see some 40-yard dashes up there on this stage. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, I'm intrigued to know who the strippers think they're going to take at 14. Yeah, That's really what I, I would. Know. Yeah, maybe we should. Why we, we didn't should, we? We should inquire about that and just see if there's any Eagles like this, knowledge. This, this girl that's in front of us now is like. I would Pretty say, special. I would say. I would say top ten. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. Really. Absolutely. Really is, fucking pretty. Like. <laughs> wow. This is the thin ice that I was worried about. Wow. Yeah. Decided to come out. Here. So it's as beautiful. Also in the top ten, I do, Brian. I really do think that there's a possibility that McCaffrey and Fournette go before anybody kind of sniffs at him, and then you're kind of sitting there. I'm, I'm just I'm basically we're having the discussion again of the is, first round is, running back. Is running back in the first round okay? You don't have to convince me because you're preaching to the choir, uh, but yeah. I, I, I'm still way on board with this. I'm sure you are. I know that probably. Well, Even if Cook is, isn't really the sexiest pick of them all, I would still be like, okay, they, they value that there. I think everybody's hoping that they get if they go for running back in the first round, that's great because then we won't have to worry about maybe uh, going with Joe Mixon in the second. So and that one, you know what? Please, that's Lord. A, that's and a that's great a point. Also, real quick, <laughs> talking about Dalvin Cook, too, though, that's a point in the sense that, you know, that I, I, I have misgivings there. Like, as much as I do agree that Dalvin Cook would be fun, like, just because there's no video doesn't mean that he's not necessarily well, yeah, had that, some issues, too. And, and look, that I'm willing, you know, yeah, well, which eye was, was eye-opening. Yeah. And look, and, and, and when you come from tough backgrounds, and they're all, uh, there are a lot of different circumstances in play, so I'm, I'm willing to give him a shot. I just I worry about you know how I don't want Joe Mixon and I feel like I need I need Cook to prove to me that that he's not that the type of person that the the history 
says. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and again, like, it's just kind of weird how that, uh, and it's not like, I, I don't want to come out and say something like, oh, you know, the Conley thing doesn't make it as much fun anymore when these guys get in trouble, because it's a very dismissive thing to say, you know, because it, it is a serious issue, and, and I Absolutely. don't know what kind of sides it. Excuse me, I keep going back in here as I'm, uh, the Bud Light is, uh, <laughs> the Bud Light bubbles are, are really affecting what's going on through here. Uh, but, uh, I, yeah, I, I just don't understand where it's just been kind of, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I just want to kind of get to the part where it's just like, all right, you know, we don't have to talk about this stuff. Yeah. And hopefully these guys like that, like, don't end up on the Eagles. The same with Mixon, the same with everything. Yep. You don't ruin that kind of uh, enjoyment. Yeah, 100% because, look, we've said it many times throughout this process, but football is fun. It's something we choose to do. We choose to root for this team. We choose to follow it. Obviously, for us, it's our jobs and whatnot as well, but it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be something that you choose to do, and it's sometimes tough when, you know, the people underneath the uniforms aren't maybe someone who you would normally root for. So, mm. And, again, I'm willing to give people chances. It's just, um, you know. It's it's one of the it's things that scares situation. me. Yeah, it's a weird situation with it all. Yeah, so it's, you know, and I don't think, and I don't know what to believe as far as whatever. There's been some reports out there about well, the Eagles were the first one to check out the police report. I don't know how much that is true. Yeah. It's whatever. But the more interesting thing to me here, Teron, is he, is he slides back in here. And he had to go catch a cigar or a, another shot or whatever. He should have brought so, us shots. That so, was kind of no, messed to, up, Teron. I had to get my bags, man. Uh, I see how it is. I see how What do you make of, uh, I mean, you know, Corey Davis comes on. Yeah. Carlin Arisho is just like, yeah, I expect to go in between 12 and 18. I mean, that's. I, I'm sure that that happens. But maybe it doesn't. He looks like a fool, but I don't know. I'm. I'm again very happy if Corey Davis lands on the Eagles. Well, here's the thing with Corey Davis. He actually had a private workout. You know, he worked out with with Jerry Sullivan, who is a, a receivers coach that has been with the 49ers. I think he was with Arizona. He's been with multiple teams. So he went out and did his thing. I asked I asked him, you know, uh, about just the whole thing with the Eagles. I'm like, you're prospering to, to come to this team. What do you like about this team so much? He loves the vibe of the team. He feels that it's a, it's a franchise that is, you know, on the up. The arrow is pointing up. He loves Carson Wentz's accuracy. And the accuracy really comes into play when you're talking about a receiver like Corey Davis, who I think is the best yards after the catch receiver in this draft class. So when you have a quarterback that can get you the ball in stride, allow you to catch it and turn up field, then that's something that, that really is an advantage. You know, these are manufactured yards that, that you could get. You could have Carson throw a, a, a five-yard pass. The thing about Corey Davis, and I told him this, I said he reminds me of T.O. And I told him specifically. Yeah, it's been a very popular boy. comp. Too. Oh, what, baby T.O.? Yeah. I'm that? not talking about the greatness. I'm talking about just the, the style. style of yeah. play, the body type. If you look at what he's able to do, just how he's a big, strong receiver, he can catch that slant, break a tackle, and run 80 yards if need be to the house. So um, Corey Davis is a match for this system. The ankle was fine, and he said that if he were to be tested right now, he's confident he, he could run a 4-4. But at the same time, all that's on the track. It's different on the football field. Absolutely. And, and BLG, you had uh, 
Yeah, quite the conspiracy theory this Uh-oh. week with uh, with Corey Davis and Adam Gary. Well, I mean, he retweeted an Eagles fan. Yeah, who said, he said that was an accident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But was he, had, he had 10 tweets in a week, and that was one yeah. of them, all right? I, I accidentally landed in this seat talking shot with you guys. You know, it's, it's an accident. It could. It could. I mean, if, the, if you need any more definitive proof than him ac- or potentially accidentally yeah. retweeting. But here's the other thing, Teron. Did he accidentally follow Alshon Jeffrey oh. on Twitter after he did that? Because he also did that. And didn't so Alshon that an follow him, too? I feel like yeah, that happened, did. too. Yeah. So and, and did he him. accidentally call Howie Roseman a great GM on ESPN? <laughs> <laughs> it was an accident? I don't know. Well, no one would have said that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. so. oh. Oh. Hey, look, when oh. it comes to making trades, oh, getting no, in yeah. position. Absolutely. Now, yeah. now, if you want to talk draft, yeah, we can look at <laughs> some <laughs> of the drafts. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, why, yeah. That's why yeah. Joe Douglas we, is We've here. done our fair share. Let's transition into the one on the top. Well, that's talk because, about like, tonight. what? Are, and we've talked about this a long time ago, but now that it's, I mean, we're again 24 hours away. Is there's a beautiful blonde that is staring down BLG for some attention? Uh, as she can walks you by. blame her? Uh, not she at all. Some of that BFG. <laughs> <laughs> but <The> giant. <laughs> <laughs> but there is. Uh, I would say that. W- w- what are we trying to find that we know is palatable and different? When we see Joe Douglas draft, where his hands are laid, you know we've heard all all growing all throughout the last week or so when they sat down and had that little press conference with you know ninety people <laughs> with a fireside chat. <laughs> the one thing that they said is just I don't you know I don't draft by rounds. Running backs are, are you know I are just kind of that way. I don't have a system about them. It's just how we grade with everything that's going on through here, and that's pretty much it. So. I, I don't know is what what's what's going through and so we have Charlie here real quick. Oh, Charlie's going to come and yes. hang out for a and second. And Charlie is very attractive. Yes, indeed. Uh, Hold on, I'm trying to get a lap to sit on. <laughs> there you uh, go. There's plenty. So, so Charlie, uh, Charlie, right now is going to is going to sit down on James's lap and hang yeah, out with him a little bit. Charlie. Once there again, making history. We have the we have the first lap. Uh, sitting right in, in podcast history. Right who who does yeah. a show get in the lab? And there, and there is, and, and the mighty E Rock is taking care of business as we speak. But uh, Charlie, what's happening tonight? How are you? Hello, darlings. Uh, I'm actually good. It's actually a fun night, and I was wondering what was going on. I want to be like, hey, hey, we're uh, we're just uh, we're sitting here. We're getting excited about the draft. We're talking Eagles. God, I love football players. Yeah, they come in here a lot. They do come in here often, on occasion. Any names that you might suggest? Absolutely that come in? not. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see. Keep Look it on the that. low. Keep Char- it on the low. Uh, that that's right. Nobody that's has good to business know. right there. We uh, we did see actually two two former Eagles that were in here, but we will not say who they were. As uh, <laughs> it, it is interesting. Not tonight. Uh, uh, maybe they. Oh my bad, I don't they, know any Eagles. Yeah, players. Were, I'm it's okay. Wait, wait. Oh, she's whispering. She's what is she? Oh, no. She's a what fan? James, you got to spill. No, no, no. You I don't know no, what's I'm happening totally right now. Down. It's I'm totally another, down. It's cool. It's another cool. NFC East division. It's a rival team. No, I'm actually not from Philly, though. It's okay. Where are you from, you Charlie? You guys are going to hate my life when I Where say this. Where are you this. from? I'm from Vermont. I'm a Patriot fan. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> oh, bad. No. Not that bad. It's you guys hate me already. But I love all. the Eagles, though. I really do. <laughs> I've been here for a very long time, and I respect the Eagles so hard. 
Man, that's in, uh, I, I don't know why they haven't given you anything to respect, but um, we appreciate it. The actually, business, maybe? No, no, it's not. <laughs> honestly, it's not the business. I feel like Philly has so much love for the Eagles that you can't you help but love them, too. It's very true. Very, like, very it's true. It's like such a good fan base. If you don't have love for the Eagles while you're here, like... Why are you here? Yes. Yeah, see, that's a, it's a great point. It's, it's a, a city it's love. It's, a, city. it's city love. It's why the draft is here, finally. So, uh, <laughs> Charlie's having a good time. We're dancing. We're having a, 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 we're at Delilah's. We're drinking beers, and we're talking shop. It doesn't get much better than this. So, Not thanks for hanging all. out. This is Thank the, you for letting me just randomly come of up course. here. I was like, thanks what's going on? I'm getting out. on that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's come up with Jill. Charlie, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, so, I, I mean, like, I'm completely distracted. I don't know what. Oh, so. Joe Douglas, how are you? To, to, yeah. to transition back into that is what, I mean, BLG, what would you be looking for as far as fingerprints with Joe Douglas? I think there was a good article on uh, Philly Voice this week from uh, an interview with, or not an interview so much, but a kind of, uh, Philly Voice interviewed Todd McShay about Joe Douglas. I think uh, Todd McShay went to Richmond. Joe Douglas also went to Richmond. There's a connection there. Obviously, they know each other, too, from the scouting business and all of that. Um, one of the things that Todd McShay had to say about Joe Douglas, which is really a bold comparison, was that, like, he compares to Bill Belichick. No, In the not. sense that, like, he's a guy, and I guess the Ravens, too, obviously, wow. working under Andy, Ozzie Newsome, about, like, being patient and not trying to force things, which – really contrast with how Howie Roseman approaches the draft where Obviously. he's aggressive and he's making a ton of trades. So I think that's the tell-all right there is if we see the Eagles kind of be a little more patient in this draft, maybe that's more of Joe Douglas saying, hey, guys, let's just stick to the board as opposed to, you know, you see a lot of movement. That's probably like Howie kind of being like, hey, let's jump around try to do everything. No, I, I'm so in on this. Uh, first of all, hi, guys. By the way, I missed the whole thing Welcome there. Welcome back, buddy. Uh, I'm, back. I'm, I'm happy to be back. That was fun. Uh, but, no, Brandon, great point. We had Phil Savage on the Midday Show at WIP, and he said the exact same thing, quote-unquote, about Joe Douglas. He said, Joe Douglas grew up in the Aussie Newsome School of Scouting. He knows there are no shortcuts. Like, that was what he said. He said, like, listen, it's about patience. It's about, you know, not taking shortcuts, not trying to find the quickest fix. It's about doing it right, and that's how Joe Douglas does it. Couldn't uh, couldn't agree with you more, BLJ. Yeah, and that's 100% right because if you look at, and I've said this before, you know, everybody's so focused on that first pick. But yeah, you look no doubt. We haven't second, talked about anything else. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, sure. and eighth pick. I mean, these are opportunities to build your well, roster. Well, look at the Chicago draft from last year. I mean, yeah, yeah Leonard Flew was a nice first-round pick. But you look at, you know, Jordan uh, Howard. Cody Whiteair, Jordan Howard. White I mean, they're Air, like yeah. a, a, a Amos. Like, there's a lot of guys who, who are starters for that team who they took and, after the first round. And then not only that, you look at some of the guys that he was a part of bringing in, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, a Kyle Juszczyk, you know, a guy who went to San Francisco and got a whole bunch of money. A guy who yeah. didn't even play fullback yeah. at Harvard. Nope. You know, he, no. he actually played tight end, and he was an all-conference, all-Ivory League tight end. So it is all about just identifying the, the player that matches your scheme. But before you could identify the player that matches your scheme and your team's mentality, you have to figure out what the mentality is. Yeah. And no that's doubt. why when you go back to Arizona, um, not Arizona, to Mobile, and you look at what Joe Douglas said about wanting guys who are mentally and physically tough, wanting guys who are, are have the uh, will to win, yeah, yeah. things and, and like just, that. You know, wanting winners. And so this is the the identity that you're going to see, and that's why, yeah, I know it's almost reaching a, a dumb level, you know, as far as my thing with Dalvin Cook. But 
when you look at a guy like a Dalvin Cook and look at what he's been through coming out of Miami, I mean, this is a guy who, you know, saw all, all kinds of things, you know, that no one should see, but yeah. that all contributed to his mental toughness. Sure. And that's why when I look at just him in this offense or, or even, you know, there's various guys who have different Yeah, I think Cook works in any offense. Yeah, he does. The, at he least does, on the field. Because so many offenses run zone type of schemes. Mm -hmm. But it, getting back to that mentally tough kind of thing, guys that love football, guys that are winners, Dalvin Cook went in and, and, you know, as a freshman, he was a part of that championship team yeah. in, in uh, Florida State, you know, with Jameis Winston and Benjamin and, and all of those guys. Terrence Brooks was on that team, by the yeah. way. So, you know, there's just a lot that, that goes into the whole mindset of being a winner and, and just loving football and, and understanding what that game provides for you. And that's why I like a guy like Dalvin Cook. But Joe Douglas has that mindset, and that's what he wants in a player. Uh, and, and that's what I guess that's what we're all kind of looking for is just like in the thing that I remember most and I think it was even maybe it was a year and a half ago it was it was why where like all the chip shit was coming to a head there was obviously some problems that were going on there there are two full moons in front of me and I'm having such a hard time guys but there, but there, they get clap yeah, <laughs> yeah there, literally yeah. but there is I heard I, it I do definitely remember Phil Savage also saying how he gets in his own way a lot of the times, mm -hmm. and no. does and does a, yeah, it's a shocker. Uh, and and I just feel like when all the Charles Harris stuff was coming out, I just feel like that was that's a Howie type of thing. That yep. would, I was just like, yeah, we would expect that to happen. I'm gonna try and be the smartest guy in the room, and and Joe Douglas is gonna go. Now hold on a second, just. It's okay. Simmer you know, down. Simmer down just for a second. <laughs> so if they can, again, and we've Chill been saying out, this for nerd. I, we need, I need to see, uh, and it's, it's so close. I mean, we're going to, the next 72 hours are going to unfold and we're going to have that answer. I need to just see it once to make sure that those guys can keep each other in check and, yep. their, and their strengths complement one another. I feel the exact same way, John. Like, literally the exact same way in the sense that, like, yeah, everything I've heard from these two, when they're together, all this stuff, yeah, great, awesome, fuck yeah. But I need to see it happen. I need Absolutely. to see that pick come up and them do something that I don't think is stupid or I don't think is a reach or I don't think is a panic move. I need to see it. And look, maybe we should believe, because Carson Wentz last year, what he did was really impressive, and there was no Joe Douglas. To, to find a way to hopscotch from 13 to 8 to 2 is impressive, it and is it's something you don't see in the sport. that's what he's great at. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, but the point is now we need now I need to see him put faith in someone else and trust that someone else knows what he's talking about. As someone who's as I mean, Joe Douglas has been in scout. He's done every level. He's done everything yeah. you could do as a scout. He's pounded the pavement. He's worked under Ozzie Newsom. He's worked with legitimate people in this business. He has had every job you can have. I need Howie to step back and say, I trust that this guy is going to help. And and you know and take a, and yeah I need, I need be, this, the point is that I, I believe I believe that it can happen but I won't believe that it will happen until I see it. <laughs> like I just I keep thinking of the Big Short. You guys have seen that movie, right? Uh, uh, terrific, <laughs> terrific. <laughs> when Ryan Gosling is just like you know, there's that conversation when they're about to do the the first like short deal uh, of the of this thing that they're they're trying to figure out, and he goes, "How are you trying to fuck me?" And the, and this is and that's how I I have this mentality. Yes, just like, I'm not gonna. He's like. I'm not gonna fuck you. You get, I, I get, yeah, sure. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna rip your eyes out. I'm gonna have the cherry. I'm gonna have the frosting. But you get the, the banana split, the ice cream, and the nuts. You were really making me hungry, man. <laughs> oh, I forgot. 
So that, that that's what I'm looking forward to to see. And and what's interesting here to run is as you're kind of like now that we're in that mode and we're we're starting to look down at the board, we're starting to look down at a lot of other different things. Is uh, I think actually Teron's got to jump out. Is there something happening? <laughs> I can fill in. What do you need, John? <laughs> so what, I, I wonder if there is. Uh, what, what are some of the teams? We we've got a uh, special guest. Oh coming my goodness! Up here. Hold oh, on, no, wait. someone who traveled yeah. away to see us. So, so the, uh, the what what is what is phenomenal is the second most traveled man in in the land right now who is who has been a fan of this podcast since literally day one. Remember when we had all those strong numbers in Cincinnati? Yes, I think from I, the beginning. I think uh, Craig from Cincinnati used to join us in one second. Is the reason why Cincinnati was such a strong, uh, you know, class for all of us? As they were, they were for a year. They were the number one city. Craig from Cincinnati, what's going on, buddy? It is good to be on here. Thank you for having me. It is hey. great to be back in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was exciting <laughs> when when Craig showed up and he came up to me and he said, "Hi, I'm Greg," and I'm like, "Oh, Greg, nice to meet you," <laughs> and he acted like he knew me, and I'm like, "Oh, where are you from?" He's from. He's like, "I'm from Cincinnati," and oh. I'm like. Oh, it's fucking Craig. It's, it's Craig so awesome to meet you. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. Absolutely. So, uh, Craig, how are you feeling? We're, we're 24 hours. We're actually less than 24 hours away right now. What's your what's your feel on this thing? Well, I'm surprised that you guys are actually going to be able to do a podcast I right can't. Now this this been, like, look at her. Look at oh this girl God. right here. Like, are you serious right now? Good Lord. Yeah, like, how, like, really? Is well, that a real thing in uh, front of me yeah, right it, now? Yeah, it definitely, it definitely, definitely oh is. God. God bless America. But Yes. God bless Delilah. I will say I think it's just great to be here. I think it's going to be an exciting time for Philadelphia. I think we I'm not going to say like Mike Mayock with, oh, we're going to pick somebody right now. <laughs> yeah, which was, which was See, great. See, they're going to be an offensive or defensive player. <laughs> I think they should. They pick will the not pick a kicker. I promise. Yeah, offensive player or the best defensive player available. <laughs> One of the two or the second best defensive player. I think is okay too. Yeah, how about so. that. I will. I want to go back to when something that came up with when Chip Kelly was coached still, you know, we were always at an issue with the draft on how we were trying to rebuild this team. And since Andy Reid left with Chip Kelly here, we have never been able to fill the holes. And I think because we got Carson Wentz last year and because that we That was the hole, right? And it was yeah. the hole. It is the answer. Um, I think this year we can build on that. And if we give Carson Wentz offensive weapons, regardless, I mean, Corey Davis, that'd be a great pick. I don't yes. care. I don't care. I am excited to be here. I think we are building something, and you know what? I I hope they lead us to the promised land within the next couple of years. Yeah, and that's what's I, again. Yeah, to, buddy. To me, Craig, I think that's why it is. This is such an important building block draft. Like, if this is, you you have to come away with two starters from this. Yes. Thing. There's no. I mean, like that's at least two. Yeah, at least two. At it, a minimum. It's critical. I think you could do There's, three, though. There are enough holes. Like, I mean, look, like they need to take advantage of Carson Wentz. You know, like they, this is not something you can you can fuck up. Like, yeah. you got the most important beast. Don't Andrew Luck it. All right. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't go, and that's why I just I mean, like poor Andrew Luck. Jesus Christ. Every every scenario that I can go through of who may or may not be there at fourteen, the best players that are in my mind that are there. Our offensive yes. players. Yes, no question. Still, like I, I, I you know, if Derek, no question. If Derek, Derek Barnett, if they, if he's still there, that's fantastic. That's I think that's great. I, I think do I too. would do that over. And Calvin. I think he's gotten underrated yeah. throughout this process. Yeah, he, he has great is. hands. He's flexible. He's a really good player. An, an enormous bend, which is yeah. just like you don't see that. Really, too often. insanely flexible. Really, yeah. three cone was strong. Like yeah. he's a, he's a good player. 
Absolutely. And again, not the, mo- not the most athletic guy that bounces off the, the you know, those, those spider charts or anything right. like that. But, you know, that's another thing I'd be happy with. But you're right. I mean, this is I, I don't know what's what's going to happen here. And that's that's what's what's really kind of crazy here, Craig. I will say, you know, you cannot go wrong if you take an offensive piece in the first round at one. It sets the tone and it's, it's going to be an exciting time for us. But. I'm really worried about Carson Wentz. I want some. I want a running back, and the reason I say that mm-hmm. is because I want someone to take that ball and take a little bit of pressure off of Carson. Because Absolutely. you know what? Yeah. From what happened last year? Oh my I was, God! It was I outrageous. Was at, I was at the Cincinnati game, and it was horrible. We had more fans than the Cincinnati oh, fans. Yeah. By the way, we'll have Zach Ertz right. on the show tomorrow. So nice, <laughs> but we. We need to protect Carson Wentz, and if he's going to be the future, we need to make sure he's taking all, you know, not getting hit too many times. Yeah, I agree. I, I, and that's and, that and was not the best throwing thing a trillion times. Yeah. yeah, which again, I still think is a myth. I know that there is a bunch of people out there that's like, oh, Doug Peterson just likes to throw the ball, and you're not going to change. Oh, no, he didn't. Have, he said uh, yeah. it a million times. No. Frank Reich said it a million times. We need to, they need to find how to run this, run the football more, and they couldn't because they don't have the horses. Yeah, they just no, don't. Especially look, especially when the only somewhat horse you had is Ryan Matthews, and he gets hurt a lot. Like yeah. you saw it in that Atlanta game. You saw what like if you, you know Ryan Matthews at his best is a, is a solid running back. Absolutely. When you have a solid running back, you saw what that offense could do. They ran the ball down their fucking throats. Like yeah. all ge- the 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 team that should have won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. Like they yeah, they beat right. the shit out of them. They yeah. own them. You know, like they showed that the offense can do it. It's just. You need that guy, man. You need somebody you can count on to give the ball to 20 times a game. Needs to be there. Needs to be it consistent. Can't be, it can't, be, it can't be Darren Sproles. Like, it can't right. be. That's crazy. So, who do, who do we think right now is Charles Harris? Can, can change. Yeah, can, Charles Harris. Can completely change the draft as far as other teams in it's front of It's a great of. question. Because that's, that's where we're kind of at. I think it, it's been said a lot, but BLG, I think San Francisco controls the keys here. Well, they well, could they, go like they, a billion different ways with that. That's pick, right. like. We've seen all the mock drafts have them taking Solomon Thomas, right? That's what, so we're like, all right, that's going to happen. Yeah. Until that, like a week ago, right? Like it was, like, yeah. That's right. Turned now into we're Adams, it turned into Hooker. It turned into everyone. The quarterback has been mentioned Fournette, there. Yeah. Anyone, if Fournette's the, the recent. There's talk. We saw it this week. I forget where it was from now, but like that Charles Harris is rated higher than a top five pick. Can I just say, get so, the hey, fuck out get of here the with f- that. Seriously, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> get the fuck Stop out. Hey, look at you. Like, you take Charles Harris, I'll take Solomon Thomas, and, and we'll I'll see. feel we'll really we'll good about it. You guys are going to be on the wrong side of history. But this is the funny thing about Charles Harris for a moment, if I may. Did I like you say John Harris? Oh, no, Charles Harris. The, Sorry. Charles Sorry. Harris. It, it, so, this is when we say that, oh, the NFL loves to develop guys, it's complete BS. Because you can obviously look at, at Charles Harris and go, no, there's, I mean, like he's already basically at his ceiling athletically. John, that, this is a great point, and man. The, and there's and there's nothing that's really going on. But at the same time, uh, you know, he can do a couple of things that a lot of these guys technically cannot do. But it's coaches would point. rather have that a great t- technique versus that. So all this stuff about these old, where you can develop this guy, they don't want to do it. It's Corey Unlick doesn't want to develop well, corners. With, Nobody wants to do it. Yeah, especially because it's guys that can do job it. security is short now. Like yeah. you know, it's like guys have one to two to three years. I mean. Niners have had three coaches in three years. You know, it's which, by the way, is something we completely killed Chip Kelly for. <laughs> I just want, I just want to point that out for a moment. But that, you know, remember Jim Zomsula, by the way. That was oh a thing that happened. <laughs> oh my God! All, all, all that madness that's going on. So yeah, San, San Francisco really does, I think, control the first part of this too. I mean, and it's weird to me that there hasn't been there hasn't been one rumor 
about where Deshaun Watson has landed. Not one. Like, I, I think out of laziness, people put him at 12 because they're like, well, nobody's going to take him, and then that's where Cleveland's going to get their quarterback. But, I, I yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen with that guy. I will say, you know, I'm a big fan of Clemson. Being, you know, living down there for about 22 years, um, it's he has holy crap, a, 22 yeah, years he yeah, lived down there. Right after him, yeah, love it. Yeah, okay. Um, I think he has a great gift. I want to say Houston would probably be the landing spot for him because they have no quarterback down yes. there. They, but they have they a nothing. great wide receiving core. They have everything there but that. I think they can. I, I don't know. I think he has. He needs a little bit more time. He needs a little bit of time to develop because, you know, when he was – But he's ready to play. That's he, like uh, – as opposed to the other guys. He's ready to play. But, you know, you look at his worst games, he would be throwing four picks. And, you know, oh, defensive yeah. would be – the defense would be there to yeah, save him. Yeah, but he's got – like, I, look, I'm not a huge intangibles guy across the board. But right. there is one position in sports where I put it above everything else, and that's quarterback. Like – I think 70, maybe more than 70% of, of success at the quarterback position happens above the shoulders. Absolutely. And and Deshaun Watson has all of it. Like, what have we not seen from this guy to say, like, this guy has the other stuff, the intangibles, yeah. every other thing? Like, what else do you need to see? Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's crazy was, to me. Well, the craziest part is he was the first pick after two years ago. After that season, everyone's like, tank for Watson. Deshaun's a guy... And then all of a sudden, over a year where he won the fucking national title, he <laughs> lost stock. I don't get it. Yeah, it's strange to me. Uh, I will say the, the issue with Deshaun Watson is the inconsistency. You know, whenever he was throwing those picks, you know, he should have been easily beating Wake Forest. And they lost that game. They yeah. could have probably not been in the title game because of that. And, you know, thank God he has a great, you know, he has a great defense to back him up with that. He had a great wide receiver core, tight ends to go along with it, and an offensive line. The inconsistency yeah. is going to kill him. Yeah, I think I think that's true. And the, and obviously, there's some red flags that came up with the combine. Like you can't. Sorry, man, you can't throw 49 miles an hour in this league. That's just. No, that's, it's not fast enough. That, there's no question. It's there, not fast enough. There are things there, but I just think maybe maybe he's a guy that Mark Sanchez I, throws and, and, faster than that. As, yeah, exactly. As opposed to everybody else in that's in this draft, though. I don't know what else you can really look for. Like, are you really going to bet on this other guy that you can? Again, we just talked about developing different guys and going through here. They don't want to do it in the quarterback position either. Mitchell. His name is Mitchell. But seriously, like, the, the lack of experience there. Patrick Mahomes is a gimmick offense. Like, he might be great. Who knows? But Texas Tech, like, I don't know how you project that offense to the NFL. I mean, it's I, got a I, cannon of an arm. No, 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 no. I get it. No, I'm not <laughs> saying he won't be good. I'm just saying, like, yeah, comparatively, yeah. like, Deshaun Watson, he I feel like, too, yeah. yeah, but I feel like of the three, Deshaun Watson, like, checks the most boxes. I don't Absolutely. get why it's kind of played out this way. Uh, it's just just kind of how it's gone, and, and I do think that that's how the, the combine kind of affects these things here. Uh, the other one, the other key to this is, well, actually, Craig, phenomenal job, buddy. Yes. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, gentlemen. We're gonna we're gonna bring up uh, our good friend Brian Coulter one more time. We need to get Turtle in here soon too. I, I call him Coulter. Yeah, everyone in here. Coulter. That like I and, just and I just Coulter. I, I just want to. It's like a, a French French Canadian and things like that too. Yes. Uh, is uh, or who should we bring up next, BLD? Because the whole crew. Well, we've got everybody wanting to go. We got Brian. We got Lawrence. We got lots of people. Oh yeah, where's Dan? Oh yeah, Grab Dan. Dan. Oh my God, he actually like a legitimate. Yeah. So. Uh, Guy here. The, the great thing about this is that when we when we started, Dan Klosner, Dan Klosner was a part of of 
this whole crew. Like it, we, still is. Still is. Like no, a, he still is. Still a big, far removed. I mean, we part. live together for Christ's sake. No, that's but, true. Uh, but, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's crazy how this like it's it's kind of uh, come full circle here. Yeah. <laughs> As he's trying to stand up and be hunched over here. But uh, Dan Closer, what's happening, buddy? Not much, guys. It's pretty cool. Quite, <laughs> quite the venue you have. I know. For this event, I can't believe uh, that it's all happening. You guys have come a long way in four years. <laughs> yes, that's for, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, man. What? Crap, Let, it'll be let's get to all. Let's October. get to all that, that. The only thing that's important here. What is it like to live with Bartrand? Oh yeah, that's what we want to know. It's great. Listen, you got to ask John what it's like to live with me. He's got to tolerate me. I'm a mess. John's fantastic. No, because the beauty part about living with Dan. So Dan, if you don't know. Uh, Dan is like the entrepreneur <laughs> du jour, as, oh, he, yeah. as, as he is working with multiple, multiple product lines, and they're all food-related. Bacon so, jam is so yummy. So, I'm just going to throw that out there. So every time that he comes home and he's like, hey, John, try this righteous felon beef jerky. Try this righteous felon beef stick, uh, which, by the way, they're going to be a part of the Eagles. If you're in the Eagles suites, they're finally going to be in there this year. They're good, too. I had one. They're phenomenal. So like BLG is dying for food, by the uh, way. There's there's new ketchup. Sure. There's there's new mustards. There's new. I mean, like I, I have coined the phrase Dan Gloster is the king of condiments. That's wow, and it is true. That's true. that is a real deal, <laughs> like would, title to have. Yeah. And listen, I, I love I, condiments. I, I was the king of condiments before I even started working in condiments. <laughs> you know, it it's was, true. It's very very true. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just kind of fell into it, and it's fun. Now I have so much, so many food samples. I don't know what to do with. So I just give them to John, and you know, he tries them out. It's great, great Ooh, snacks. Yeah. It's a, you got good. a perfect guinea pig. I know, this is awesome. Could not a, have found someone better for this job. Dan's turned me on to like so many different. Uh, like I didn't know ketchups could be made with with blueberries, and and I'm just like, it's what true. Is, it sounds what, what delightful. And then he slaps it on there. I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, Saint Lucifer, by the way, shout outs to them. Who is like a, a ha uh, habanero? You would love them. Oh, I love habanero. Like, just say habanero, and I'm in. Let's go. Salt and pepper let's on your table. Roll. You just put this on it. It's habanero spice, man. Let's so roll. Good. It's so good. Uh, Dude, look at all this free advertising for my, <laughs> my for my Listen, clients. That's a, I, I, I love this. Uh, but so we were just we were just talking. We'll pull like an air yeah, check. Do you for you. That's what we say in the business. Yeah. We'll pull an air check we're of gonna, all these. Things. We're gonna get to the football, and we were. We don't care about your football takes. Come on. <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> we were we were saying that San Francisco kind of controls the keys here. Yep. And then the next team that we think does. It's probably the Jets because nobody has a freaking clue what they're going to do next. You haven't heard year. anything about the Jets, right? <laughs> Nothing. Not so funny. Thing. I mean, they're gonna, like whatever they do, they're going to screw it up. But we haven't heard anything about them, <laughs> which yeah. is crazy. Like maybe, maybe Mitchell Trubisky goes there. That could be. That could be the back semi Christian Hackenberg. It will work out well. That'd be great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but like. I don't know what, and, and who are you feeling for the Eagles at fourteen? Uh, I've always been on the uh, the Derek Barnett train. I thought like, he was an early target. I felt like he kind of faded when the you know when other uh, when other names came up. But he's always kind of and he's always kind of been the guy that that I looked at and that I liked. He's not a you know he's not an explosive edge rusher in the traditional mold, but he's a really good player. He's got yes. you know he's produced. really yeah. He, well, just even for getting produced, like he can play the run, he can play the pass, he. He was just a, a disruptive force, and he's young. He doesn't turn 21 until the summer. Which is phenomenal. I don't know. Yeah, that's a great like, point, actually. He's kind of just a beast. And, and he's uh, polished for, for his age. He's and, extremely polished. And I'll tell you, the one thing that I really like, so he's been Ray Diddinger's guy from the very beginning. From yeah. the beginning. And, and Ray still Diddinger's like, he, he's still like, you know, everybody else is all over the map and all that, and Ray's been like, I want, if he's there, I want Derek <laughs> Barnett. And, you know, it, it could happen. I, I actually expect a couple quarterbacks to go in the first I 14 so. picks. I think it's going to bump a few guys down. So um, 
I still think, listen, if there's one thing I've learned, it's that Howie likes pass rushers. Yes. Um, Very and true. even though Joe Douglas sets the board, yeah. one guy has the final say, and I can't imagine that they're not going to have a pass rusher high up yep. who's going to be there at that time. So yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of how I see it shaking out, whether it's him or Charles Harris. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know you guys are thrilled about up. that. We're calling him Charles John Harris. Yes, Charles. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I do love the fa- uh, Ray Diddy's three-round mock is exactly what I want to happen because it goes from it, it does go Barnett, then it goes to Dory Jackson, yeah, and then Kamara buddy. in the third. Oh, I'm like, let's, there's no, let's, let's, I'm, there's I'm no way Kamara is there in the third, right? Thing. Let's do this. Thing. Is there any way Kamara is there in the third? I don't. Th- well, that dude's way too talented to be there know. in the third. If he is, it's a I steal think, of a yeah, steal the, of a steal. I think Absolutely. he could be there in the third. I don't think he'll be there at the end of the third. Yeah. yeah the They'd league, have to trade up to get him the in the league, third, the I think. Kinda I think the, he goes late point. second if I had to bet on it. Uh, so. Dan, buddy, we appreciate you jumping on. You guys, you, guys are, you guys are kicking me off? There's is a that, thousand that people that want to come say hi. Literally everybody. Thanks, guys. Pleasure as always. Thanks for letting me let me hang. Absolutely. and Enjoy the scenery. As Again, we are broadcasting... Uh, live, I guess we could say. From, live, live, live. <laughs> from uh, Delilah's here, and that's how they. So they 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 knew we were coming, so they just went from one. Now there's two. Now there's, now there's three. three yeah, and the, and they are all as, like as, gorgeous, what's, what's like going insanely on gorgeous. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, of Ray Diddy's mock, and uh, Lawrence. We got Lawrence and, with us, and now. See, Lawrence used to call us all the time because he was in California. Yes. <laughs> yes. He has since told us that Lawrence is now. Except I'm now in Philadelphia. Moved to Philadelphia. When did you move to Philadelphia, buddy? I, I moved last December, but, uh, you know, it's 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 been quite a ride. I feel like I'm, I'm really – I feel like I'm a fit as much as uh, Corey Davis would be a fit on oh, the team. Oh, I love it. He, how went, about he that? went fit. That there. was strong work right there. Double fits as, He's as, as that's fit going in on. Philly. What do you love yeah, about uh, Corey Davis, Lawrence? Well, I, I just think he's uh, – he'd be, he'd be perfect right alongside uh, a man like Alshon Jeffrey. You know, we can use Torrey Smith like a rotational guy. Um, we need a young guy that can that, – let me put it like this. As much as we need cornerbacks, we need weapons for once. Yeah. Um, You're damn right, Lawrence. And if, if he's there at, on the board at 14, then we absolutely have to take him. Yeah, um, and I, I agree. He, he reminds me a lot of um, Amari Cooper, except he's he's – He's bigger. He's like he's stronger. So I can kind of see. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I kind of get that. I don't. Th- I don't. When I I don't see Amari Cooper when I kind of see him play. But in the same type of like playmaking mentality, well, I think I could see that. Yeah, he's been compared to AJ Green. Um, I, but you know, I, either way, I, I, I see him on that talent level. Um, yeah, absolutely. Baby Tia. And uh, are you Lawrence? Are you going to be down at the draft tomorrow? Absolutely. Phenomenal, man. And, and Lawrence came in strong. He's wearing his Malcolm Jenkins jersey. Yes. He's saying hi to everybody. Yeah, He's about pumped that, up. You know, I, I, I want to mention Malcolm Jenkins is uh, – I just I, I can't belittle his importance to the team. I, I You're mean, wearing his jersey. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I got yeah, I it before made, made the, the rumors of the is. trade to Brandon Cooks when oh, it came yeah. out. And I, I absolutely hated that. Um, you know, he's the Mufasa 
You know, they, they used to call the Miko Ryan at the time. Yeah, yeah that's a Jamaica. But, uh, Lawrence, here's the real question. Is it LAW or LAU? That's what <laughs> oh, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's what we don't know. Well, uh, the guy from w. Arabia, it's, w it's with the guess. W. Yes! Nice. There we go. I feel like I, that was, I won. I feel like I won <laughs> by getting that right. But, Lawrence, I do agree with you with, with Malcolm. And, and, again, he's been a, a stand-up guy for a very long yeah, time. And, and he's he can been play the corner, there. by the way. You know, if, if we ever, you know. In a pinch. If, if we're if you know we need to substitute Jalen Watkins out there and we need to put in a corner next to Patrick Robinson for whatever reason, yeah. if know. Patrick Robinson is on the field, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. He was a first in a round pitch. pick, you know. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, Lawrence, we appreciate you hanging out. We're gonna we're Definitely. gonna keep keep the train moving as everybody Definitely. wants to get in here, buddy. But thanks for thank the thanks for the, the opportunity. <laughs> of course, man. Oh my God, yes. Out, thank you for coming. And, and hang literally, out. that's what Lawrence was saying. Like. You know, he, he physically moved here. Yeah. To, to be a for, part uh, of this for us, now, which is really, really <laughs> humbling. Yeah, it is. Thank you for moving here for us, Lawrence. Oh, oh. Uh, and as uh, as we're getting in, I, I see that there is. We're bringing in, we're the, bringing the in one, uh, the legend. The, the legend. The legend of. Basically, so my life, like every day, I would curl into the fetal position without this this man. <laughs> he saves my life every day. So. You, 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 you may know him as Eric, but everybody. Around the building, around the land, and especially here at Delilah. Yes. Knows him as Turtle. What's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? Yes! <laughs> it's a My pleasure man! to be on this podcast. We're the one excited. I've listened to for so very long. <laughs> so the funny thing is, I mean, like, what better debut for Turtle to come on the BGN Radio podcast at this venue? <laughs> I, you know what? I love it here. The, the management, the girls, the, the people, the clientele, everybody just so nice. It's an honor to be here, especially with you guys. Oh, oh it's, a, it's an honor that you're here and we're smile. all hanging out. And uh, there is some some orange bikini and orange underwear things happening right now. I think it right was now. gorgeous and orange yes. bikini. If I get a little distracted, you'll understand why. Yes, yes exactly. We've yes. been we've been so we've been saying that for a well, while. Well, the funny thing is that the people listening don't know how many editing marks we've had because we just had to stop completely. <laughs> you know, so that they'll never know, which that's, is beautiful. That's right. It's all fluid, and it's right. And it's going right through here, and. Uh, Turtle, can, I mean, like we were discussing this before we got on the air, but is it true that you 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 set a world record in this place? <laughs> I, 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 are you willing to share that with the with I'm the? I'm going to keep fam? it a little quiet, but I'm just going to thank the great people at Delilah's <laughs> for showing me such an amazing time here. It really is, honestly. They're, they're a great client to the radio station. They're a great friend to you yes, guys now are. too. Absolutely, and yes, the, we the love people them. that run this place are top notch. So uh, what you want to do is right now, after hearing all this. Come to Delilah's. Go to yes. go to Delilah's, yes. and then secondly, patreoncom slash BGN Radio. We're going to give you. We're going to give you all of the backstory that is that is going on here. Not with Turtle. No, nah, that backstory is safe for you guys. No, only. That, that is just that is just for our ears and not yours. But everything that is happening here. We'll go full oh, board. Oh, we're gonna go. We're yeah. gonna go crazy. Yeah, if we're, if we're and that, we'll if even throw in some other stories. I'll tell people about the time that a guy threw a dollar, uh, crumbled up dollar bills at my wife in a strip club. So that was. <laughs> Something that happened. The first time myself and Mr. Seltzer really hung out was in this yes! place. Yes, it's true. Wow, how yeah. about that? And it was my first time here, and now I'm back, and I'll continue to come back. I, I'm, I'm it's a, a quality. It's life. a quality establishment. It really is. Really is. I'm yeah. very impressed. Uh, Here's the thing, though. Uh, uh, Turtle loves Charles Harris, so I think we should talk wow, to him about his that. favorite player. Is that true? <laughs> it, it is absolutely not true. Myself and Mr. Gatlin right here have had many a Twitter debate. <laughs> About that fine young defensive end. Wowie, wee wow. 
Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, who's who's your guy then at 14? Not Charles Harris. Honestly, and, and that's the right answer there. This team has so <laughs> many needs that they can't go wrong. I don't see how, and we've talked about this as well, that he could be the best player on their board at 14. There's no way in my mind, with all the needs they have, a cornerback and running back and receiver and even offensive line, there's no way he could be the best person at 14. Yeah, and, and that's my issue. Yeah, and it's and, and we keep coming back to that too. It's just like, you know, that that's a getting cute move. Yes, it really is. It's exactly. A, you're getting cute. But why? It's a Marcus Smith move. What reason do you say that? I'm not asking that like condescendingly or no, like. And listen, I'll be flat out honest. It's not like I've watched him play 15 games right. in my life. I've read things a lot about him. I've seen the rankings. I've seen the combine. I've seen the pro days. All that kind of stuff. Right. To me, the third, fourth, fifth best defensive end can never be better than, especially with the needs they have, the first or second best corner. Maybe the best running back in McCaffrey, in my mind. We'll see if that actually happens. They have so many other needs than seeing that Vinnie Curry's, then right. Marcus Smith, then Brandon Graham, then Chris Long, obviously he's a free agent, whatever. Right. They need to find out what they have in them first before they set another rotational player on the field. I think the problem is they already know what they have in some of those guys, and they don't like it. Like, they well, know Vinnie Curry is yeah, 29 years old right. at this point, and they're like, hey, he's just not a starter. And I, that might be fine, right. but that concerns me as well, and myself and James has oh, talked yeah. about this as well. If we failed on so many fronts on the defensive end especially, yeah. then why do I trust Howie or Douglas or anybody in that oh. scouting department to go and find another one to spend another oh, first yeah. round pick on them. And and to be clear in all of this, for as much as like I kind of uh, I go in all on in on uh, Charles Harris and everything, you don't want it, him. It's more of what I expect, you know, yes. in terms of like what I've heard and what I'm like piecing together than like what I want. Like if I have my choice, like I'm taking a an offensive back. player, we've, yeah, yeah, or something like fun, it. someone, yeah. you know, like someone who's just again like. We take this job, I think, a little too seriously at times. And oh, of course, especially. But in that's the last two I weeks. think it's a yeah. good thing, you know, because we take ourselves seriously. You know, so what do we do? But at the same time, like, let's have fun again. Like, oh yeah, like I want to enjoy Eagles football again and yes. not have to watch like a terrible offense. Yeah, I just get really concerned, especially with him at fourteen. Now, if you trade back, I know you're not very excited about that, John. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna but talk about that. If in you a second. trade back, maybe take him at 20, 23, 24. Yes. I'm okay Almighty. with that because you picked up another. That's asset. even worse, man. Yeah. I almost think it. I like it. it that is that to that me. That means they wanted Harris all along, and they figured out where God. they could get him. Yeah. Here's the thing with Harris. It's just like there's no upside to that pick. It's like he might be a fine defensive end in the league. Like there is no chance that Charles Harris is a top five player in this draft. And what you no. like, you hope that at 14 you you make that pick. You pick someone who ends up being one of the best players in this draft. I, I don't think that ends up happening. If two or three quarterbacks go early, I expect at least two to go, yeah. but you guys would know much better than I would, then a lot of good players are going to slide down. Even at that point, he's not the 14th best player. And I know a few that weren't the 14th best or 13 whatever have gone, but he's not the 14th best player. Reuben Foster, maybe Gary on Conley if he's exonerated of all his issues, or Marlon Humphrey or Marcus Lattimore or Christian McCaffrey. I mean, there's so many names that yeah, can go to this team and help them right now then a guy that's going to be a 20, maybe 30 snap a game guy in a rotation again. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, it, because that's that's all that's here. <laughs> you know, it's just like you're not solving an issue. You're just going, here you go. Here's a guy that can be a situational pass rusher in a wide nine that can never be on the field when 
they're running the ball. And now let me hey, ask here's, you all. Here's Vinny Curry. Do you want him again? Do you want to give him another? Let no, me no, ask no, you all this. Touch. Maybe I'm wrong. I've read a lot recently that he'd be much better suited as a 3-4 outside linebacker Ooh. than a defensive end. Is that true? Is that possible? Maybe. I think that would, I think that would take a Because he is undersized for I, what it's worth. Yeah, I think that would take a year or two. to. I mean, it is really hard to go from, from that and, and switch that. I mean, you even saw... Even, I mean, they're totally different players, but even just Brandon Graham yeah, trying to do totally. that for two years is just like, oh, my God. He it looks like a mess, times. then he looked okay, yeah. and then he, thank God, he got back into the 4-3. Yeah, the real reason why he wanted to go back to a 4-3 is for Brandon Graham. Not I, mean, I think that was the only reason they made the decision. It was just gonna <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it was all along there. But so. Fletcher Cox, he's going to be so great in a 4-3. Yeah, that worked out really well. Yeah. But seriously, that's a, the only thing that internal brought it up, the only thing I'll be upset about, and – I think it was uh, Daniel Jeremiah on on the Carlin Reese on the Carlin and Reese today said like was I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up trading back and I'm just like God yeah. damn man yeah. that's what I'm saying like you I'm all for the right price if you want to hold it hostage somebody else wants to come up there and grab one of those quarterbacks that's fine that's great but I, I you know I'm I'm still sitting here going like. Even if it was just an extra second-round pick, I don't know, man. Well, let me ask you this, this then. If you're able I, I to trade right. back to 20, right, maybe For pick a up a second-round pick. do that in a second. 20 is interesting. Yeah, 20, it, it, there's a big difference between 20 and 25, right? You know. Yeah, 20, 20 yes, 25, 20, I don't 20 know. 20 for a second round, six spots for a second round pick. That's I, done. I, you have to yeah. do that. Yeah, like, obviously, obviously, if the guy you wanted at 14, if it's McCaffrey, if it's whoever it is, Barnett, whoever it is. If, come oh say, my God, wait, Carrie, 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 come, come on here real, real quick. Come on. No, you're not leaving me again. Come here. So uh, we're having just a, a little bit of a shuffle that's going on here. Eternal, thanks for hanging out and going. To, so Carrie came out all the way. It was a, it's from Seattle, right? Correct. There it is. So I, I just uh, I, I can't believe all these people that showed up from all over the place. And she, she she's giving us the insight because she's out here having fun and you're doing business too at the same I time, am, right? A little bit, a little bit of business. <laughs> I love it. So what do you, what do you, uh, what, what, now what? What are you off to now? Um, I think because of the red eye, I'm going to take my old ass home. <laughs> <laughs> but she is, she is here. Well, shout out your Twitter handle too, if you would like. It's at Carrie Lynn J, C-A-R-Y-L-Y-N-N-J. There it is. And she's wearing the BGN Radio t-shirt. We love her. She's been a part of this for a very long time. So thank you very much for hanging out tonight. Uh, and, uh. Yeah, so we're uh, we're here. I think we'll just and, and, what we got. We got plenty of, plenty of time here, right? To kind of wrap wrap things up here, BLG. We want to do we want to do some final predictions before tomorrow night. Before we're live, I think the Eagles will draft Charles Harris. Wow, That's still my there. Prediction. Still Charles Harris. Teron, who do you have gut feeling right now? I'm still going to go. I think Dalvin Cook is the pick. I don't hate it. So does Miss Betty. Miss Betty. Yeah, Miss Betty, <laughs> Grandmama. Uh, don't ever, don't ever, don't ever doubt a grandmother when she right. says something. Right? You want to get the real information? That's who you call, and that's why Deuce called her. That's right. Oh yeah, and Deuce, Deuce was Deuce. very interested in that. So, uh, who is uh, who's at fourteen? You talking to me? Yeah. Like my guess or who I want? My guess. Your guess. Who they Charles will. Harris. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. I think of all the the smoke and stuff that's come out. Like I feel like the the Charles Harris Nuggets to me have been the most believable. The way they've came out, the situations they've come out in, it just feels the most believable to me. I hope it's not. We've discussed. I hope it's not. But I feel like Charles Harris is the most wow. likely one there. 
All right, coming back to you, Mr. Brian. Number 14. What are you feeling? With the 14th pick in the 20s. <laughs> with, with the 14th pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select wide receiver Corey Davis. Ah, yes. uh, He's believing the hype. It. I am believing the hype. We won't move Andre Goodell if he says that. Yeah, but bottom line is that it's I love yeah, it yeah. I absolutely love it gotta get that number Brian one Galter that's were announcing the picks instead of Roger Goodell we tried to get I thought we were going to get a, a, like the seventh <laughs> round pick we were going to be the ones announcing it what the hell <laughs> yeah let's get let's get you up on there that'd be, that'd be a ton of fun Brian's going to be Brian's going to be all over the draft tomorrow we're going to have him doing a, a million different things and he's going to be on the air doing stuff too oh no Real oh, quick, no. before we let Brian go, wouldn't you rather have Brian pick the Morris Chestnut? Because I would. I don't know about all of Eagles Nation, but, like, who wants Morris Chestnut? I want Brian Coulter picking. <laughs> you are too kind, and uh, autographs go from uh, 7 to 8 o'clock tomorrow. How about that? How about that? 8 by 10 glossies, $10 a piece. So, Brian, your job, your job right now is to go. Let's. I want to try and – because E-Rock's here. I want to get his prediction – to get on here because he's wearing a very, very nice suit. E-Rock might be a little distracted at the I moment. I just saw him down here. Maybe he's not here. But regardless of that, Ooh. if he's not, we'll edit it Brandon in. Brandon over there? Yeah. But we do have a we do have a we a do rocks. have a rock star a in here. Rock, like a legit I won't rock say who I won't them. say who, but it's me, guys. <laughs> but it. Uh, uh, shout out to our own rock star buddy Patrick Wall on tour yes, right now. Yes, he's on love tour you, right now. If you're not listening and not buying the Queen of Jeans, you're doing it wrong. Go buy a T-shirt. Go have some fun. Uh, they just left Jersey City, so if you're going through anywhere around the West Coast, the East Coast, uh, there are tour dates. Go look for them. Queen of Jeans. Patrick Wall, shout out to you. as You should be here as well, buddy, and we miss you. I I'm going to – man, I'm, it's, it, they are not going to do this, but I, I, I've been saying it since January. Not going to happen. And I, I want her. them to do this. Just – do the thing and trade up for O.J. Howard at 9 or 10 or wherever Ooh. it is. Baby. Just just make that happen. It's not what's going to happen. I just need to put it out in the universe because maybe. Maybe that could happen. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh -huh. I hope it would hey, be exciting. That's for damn sure. <laughs> but, but 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 they have too many tight ends. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah, Prince Alex is going to be here forever. Hey, fellas. Yeah, right. Real quick, I have Clara here. She oh has my a, goodness. a nice oh, little message. Is, this is Harrisburg's finest right here. There it is. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it, Clara, how are you? Good, good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Welcome to the BGN Radio Podcast. Are you sports fan at all, football fan at all? Um, I'm a Philly fan, so I'm just excited to see the team develop. I'm going to see our team make Proud. Yes, that's that's what we're all hoping for tomorrow night. Has has it been? Uh, if you noticed that it's been a lot busier since draft week happened, or is this pretty normal? Or uh, no, I mean it's packed right now. Oh, good. That's good. <laughs> I'm, glad, yeah. I'm glad that. Uh, so maybe that maybe that's helping everybody here. But uh, in the, um, I guess what's your what's your favorite part of this gig? I love getting to know people, and Philly is home to some of the most intelligent and passionate people I know. I mean, you see it with, like, the Mummers Parade. Like, everyone here is so proud of where they come from. Absolutely. And I, so uh, Charlie was telling us that there are some football players that come in here. Is that is that true in your experience that there are a lot of football players that end up coming here? I, I've had friends here tell me that they've met them. I haven't been here long enough to say so myself, but nice. with luck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> with luck, hopefully we'll find it in uh, 
We appreciate you jumping on for just a second. This Absolutely. has been a, this has Thanks been great. You guys have been great hosts and having us here, and we're looking forward to maybe doing something in the future. So this has been a fun time. For sure. Absolutely. So with that being said, uh, I, I will say fly, Eagles, fly, and we will see you tomorrow night as we make podcast history live from Draft Town in Philadelphia at the Art Museum. This has been BGN Radio right here on BleedingGreenNation.com and BGNRadio.com. sounds great with the schoolboy in the background too am i am i wrong it sounds really good actually yeah i i'm digging it a lot actually i'm just sitting i can't hear you blg is this mic off oh yeah it is yep it's like a throwback to the original um bgn uh editions we did where john had the remember the playback track like the the music track the music bed like underneath the podcast you can fuck to for 36 episodes nobody says anything was like a dance and then i'm like john that's kind of weird yeah we shouldn't do that i actually think matt was the first one to go like i think this is uh i don't understand the music and i go Oh, is it distracting? Well, I think I said it too separately. I might have said it the exact same time where I was was like, why are we? And then I was like. Every single person was like, yeah, Yeah. it's really distracting. I was like, Uh. why didn't anybody say anything? (laughs) (laughs) I would have taken it out. Because I was so used to. You were so used to rock radio and shit. So this will be part of the Easter egg. uh, Ooh, I like uh, that. So we work for the Wings, me and my friend Dave Walls, who's now uh, an pronounced. It's pronounced Wings. Wings. Yes. We're coming back in 2019, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Uh, but we did a podcast for the Philadelphia Wings, and the only thing everybody loved the music bed underneath because it's like, yeah, it's really flowy. <laughs> we <laughs> love this. Keep it they, in there. So they like, love their right. flow in lacrosse. It's I usually like, hair, but <laughs> maybe maybe podcasts do uh, <laughs> do need music underneath. I think that's fair, especially and, sports talk. And it's really just like I have no confidence in myself, and this is what's going to make you continue to listen. So <laughs> yes, the people are tuning in for the bed, nothing yeah. else. <laughs> Can I just we say, should just shut up and let the bed go, right? I've, I've al- we've already probably at this point in the podcast have been talking about the women that have been on stage here. Oh, Can my I just God, tell you, dude. I, I understand, and I've, I've probably already said this in the beginning, too. There are moments in life where you're like, man, I just feel like a fucking pig sometimes. <laughs> uh, right? So you're just like, whatever. But I, I think I am mature enough to respect there is... So many beautiful women the, at the Lilas. The talent just, is off the charts. I am, uh, and, and and I am not standing here saying that this is the only thing that they are good for. They are probably fantastic people. But for the time being, my 22-year-old self is coming back out, and uh, I'm enjoying the beer and the bourbon and the nakedness. Can <laughs> Me we just too, say man. that for a moment? Me too. This I'm, is fantastic. Yeah, I'm ready to party. I uh, I'm excited that everybody's uh, that came out tonight. That was a lot of fun. I'm hungry. I am hungry. Wow. That's, that's, that's a least shocking <laughs> thing that has happened tonight. It's not shocking in the least. And uh, we hopefully, if you are listening to the Easter egg, we will see you down at the draft. Uh, because, we love you, too. Uh, I will probably not. I can guarantee you, because this is all pre-show talk, really. I guarantee you I'll be three sheets to the wind by the time the actual podcast is over. Oh, so, Yeah. And I'm Zero sure BLG will, too, that, yeah. because there are more beers on the way. But we are very excited, uh, and uh, we will see you tomorrow night.